What's up, everybody? Welcome to Unplayable. We're here with the awesome Xander Tabler from Fantasy Flight Games. He is the community engagement specialist. And we're just going to have a conversation about, <laughs> yeah, about, about everything Xander. So, yeah. What, yeah. Tell, tell us. I'm, what I'm, is a community engagement yeah, specialist? That's a great first question. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's a great question. So, uh, I'm part of the marketing and organized play teams, uh, more on the marketing side of things, but we're all kind of in one big group. Uh, and work together closely, but my job is basically to manage all of our efforts to work with the community, content creators, go to events, do different things to make sure people are having fun playing the game and getting it to the table as much as possible, as well as getting feedback from the community that I can then pass on to the appropriate places. Um, as like as people have questions or things, I, I'm the one that will be answering them, uh, different things like that. So just basically a way, I am the person that is here to help, you know, people understand the game and get into it. So sort of like a like a community liaison almost yeah pretty much yeah i uh i'm here to be you know your link to ffg and your <laughs> way to get to talk to designers and the art team and all the people that you want to talk to besides myself and then yeah and then do the same thing for our people in our team that really want to come out to the community and do things i help set them up with those opportunities as well so how, how long have you been at fantasy flight and i don't think this role has always existed. That's I'm, what I was going to ask. Hundred <laughs> percent sure this role has not always existed. So, no, like, it is, how, yeah. What's what, what's the story there? And your yeah, so, part of that story? Yeah. So I uh, uh, started just under two years ago. I started out as an organized play and marketing coordinator. They were hiring on, you know, getting things ready as we rebuild the team post uh, COVID and things like that, and get ready to start going to events and doing more. Uh, work and getting ready for this game, I, I think, is part of it when I came on. And then, uh, what was it? This last spring, they brought up the idea of doing a position like this, community engagement specialist, somebody to, you know, help, especially with game size of Unlimited in the community that'll be around a, a trading card game is kind of a different ball game than mm -hmm. some of the other games we've had. Mm -hmm. uh, so having somebody that is there for the community and is just a, a voice for the community in our studio, and then as well as a voice for us to the community, was an important part of it. And so they opened the position up and I was like, yep, sign me up, please. That sounds awesome. I love talking games, love working with people. And that was part of my job was setting up some of the preview campaigns for previous games like Marvel Champions and Art nice. Horror and things. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And so uh, it, it, it is definitely something that I've taken more under my wing now as I'm in this position is I, I started in June 1st, I think I was wow. my first date. And so, yeah, right after the game was announced. Uh, That's awesome. They, yeah. <laughs> hit the ground running. <laughs> That's that, yeah, that's so cool. So, so you, you started before this role existed. Were you part of deciding whether or not that role like would exist? Whose idea was it to, to create that role? Knowing, knowing that Star Wars was going to be a big game to warrant it to exist. Can, can you just like talk maybe a tiny bit more about how it, that yeah. decision was made, I guess, and yeah, why, why, I, I why, why it's different than what used to be the case with fantasy flight for sure i would love to say that i had like some sort of magical say in like this <laughs> this position becoming a thing um i will say that like it was definitely a conversation of what positions do we need to make sure that this game is successful and gets off the ground in the way that we want it to and one of those things was hey we need to make sure we are being transparent like we've talked about from day one of this game is like and how do you how do you be transparent is it is it just like, we're going to drop all this information for the year at once and that's the end of it. And we're like, that's, you have all the information now make the decision, but that's not a fun way to build community around your game. That is just a mm -hmm. way to be transparent. And that those are different things you want to, you want to be open and honest, but in a way that keeps people engaged and wanting to come back and chat and discuss and be a part of this community rather than just that one day a year when we talk about things. So I think 
probably that's a big part of it was we needed somebody to, you know, manage preview seasons and work with content creators because we wanted the community to be a big part of this um, and be very active and involved in which I, I think we've done a good job of so far is keeping everyone engaged, doing preview cards, interviews, different things like that. And so I think it was something where they were like, it makes more sense to have someone who is dedicated to doing this for the community as well as other things in the role. But that is like their focus is to make sure that we are doing these things correctly uh, which is maybe something we haven't done as well in the past. For sure. Do you do this for other games or are you exclusive to Star Wars Unlimited? I do it for uh, other games as well. I've been yeah planning them out now since the summer. So I've been done a couple different campaigns now for other one uh, other titles Sweet. of ours. And, and so, yeah, it's super fun. I, I really enjoy it. And each community is very different. So it's super fun to just chat with everybody and be like, what do you all want to see? How do you want to do this? And work directly with designers and be like, you all know the community way better than I could because I have like six different communities or whatever to yeah. like look at and see yeah. what they're saying. <laughs> and it's impossible to keep up with everybody at all times. So sure. it's really fun to like meet with everybody and be like, okay, what for you all, what would be the best? Okay, now from my end, what can I actually do to make sure that those are happening, that it's like mm -hmm. feasible and we do it in the best way possible for us and you all. So it's it's very fun to yeah work with every community because I've been chatting with people for from all of our different games on like podcasts and things. And it's been super fun to just talk about the games that I played before starting here already. Yeah. And now I'm just going to chat about them awesome. <laughs> like as part of my job. Yeah, that's exactly. Great. So what games do you play? What are some of your favorite games? Do you play a lot of card games or do you also play board games? Or I see a shelf behind you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I definitely am a big board game player. I would say I'm more of a trading card game player is kind of my, my lane that I like to stick in. Um, mm -hmm. I play any, uh, I've said this in other like, panels and things this is just like i have played any trading card game in some capacity <laughs> casually most of them but that has come out in the last like seven years i've just i pick I up every one of them just because it's, it's super fun You're to like try some out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah i was gonna say i felt like yeah this would be the place to talk about that because uh I, I know that you all are like dabbling in them as well so it's, yeah uh, yeah they all offer something so super unique and fun. And so you can always find even the ones that you don't really understand the IP or don't care as much about one specific part. There's always something interesting to take away from it and makes you yeah. a better player overall. So it's like super fun. Or designer or developer or yeah. uh, every aspect of playing new games. Definitely you learn tons of different stuff to use in different areas for sure. For Not sure. just as a player, but. Oh yeah. You, uh, our design team plays a lot of different games. It's, it's fun chatting about all of them when we, uh, when we're in the office and things like that and getting together for game nights and stuff is it's very interesting to see what people want to play and uh, <laughs> what, what card games are big for us at any given moment. Well, what's, would you say what's the current favorite? That's not fantasy flight games. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't think there's a current favorite overall right now is, is the bigger issue. I, I, I know. We, I mean, we obviously play on the stars unlimited, like constantly. Yeah. Um, Cause we're in the office play testing. And that's, I think that's what we spend most of our time chatting about is that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Oh, here's an update on another game and what they're doing. Great. Mm -hmm. All right. Back to what we're talking about. <laughs> and then it always comes back to it. It's like, Oh, do we, that's cool. That's really neat. Maybe we what could do, do something similar like that. What do you guys call it in, in the office? Do you, do you call it unlimited? Do you call it star Wars unlimited? Like, Oh, we call it star Wars unlimited. When you're, when, when you're casually talking to somebody, do you say the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for a little bit, it was like the trading card game that was back like years ago before I had a <laughs> yeah. game. And then now it Got is it. Star Wars Unlimited uh, that it has had an official name. Gotcha. Nice. Do you, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you know how that name was arrived at? I don't. I am sure there's a very good story. I 
when I was here, like from the minute I got here, it was just a little bit before that they came up like the official name. I'll tell you who would know, obviously Danny and some of the other designers, but Jim would be probably the best person to chat with about that. All right. Next, so, next time we talk to Jim, we'll, we'll make sure to ask that question. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Next time we can get him out here, we'll, uh, he's, he'd be perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, are you, you, you mentioned you play a lot of TCGs. Would you consider yourself more of a constructed player or a limited player? Which one do you like more? Oh, I have come around on limited after playtesting and like playing more games that have limited formats. And that's mm-hmm. how I play. That's how I play some games is just uh, people will say, Hey, we're getting together and we're drafting a booster box. Let's, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, got, I've gotten more into it, but I would definitely say I'm more of a constructed player. Nice. Uh, in the archetype, I just love building like the weird rogue decks or like anti-meta decks for things. Nice. It's like, I'm going to do this specific thing and hope that you can't keep up with that. Those are the best kind. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, maybe, maybe it's just bad, but it's, it's super fun to put something together and be able to be like proud of it and show, show yourself in that deck is, is always a good time. hundred percent. I was a Mace Windu player back in the Star Wars Destiny play- days. So, uh, I understand nice. <laughs> Mace Windu, K2SO, like the most unplayable characters, but they were awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all about making the. The, the characters that you don't think are good, good, or trying to express your personality through deck building and what what you decide to bring to the table. It says, it says a lot about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's super fun to like, yeah, be able to like come up with some idea for a deck and you're like, I did based on immune for like unlimited or, or for destiny and things like that. It was just like, this isn't going to work probably, but it's worth a shot and yeah. uh, it feels fun while I'm playing it. And so that's like half the battle is like, as long as I'm having a good time while I'm playing it, it's, it's worth the that's time the win right there. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you can have fun while you're, while you're losing a game, that's how you know that it's the right deck for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I lost plenty of games, uh, for destiny and I've lost plenty for unlimited play. <laughs> just where I'm like, Ooh, wow, this much worse than I thought it was going to be, but yeah, you know, it was a good time. We, we have fun, but I'm also playing against people that do this way more often than I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who, who's, who's the, the person to beat at the office? I, th- I think we already know the answer, but maybe, oh. maybe, maybe, maybe we don't, I don't know. Is it, it has to be Jeremy, right? It has to be Jeremy. <laughs> it, it's, it is for sure. Uh, I, yeah, I have beaten him maybe a handful of times and I have played him hundreds of times now, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> he's super fun to play with though, because it, it's very, like, even when I'm losing, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what I did wrong the entire time playing mm-hmm. anything. It's like, he just, it, I, I don't know how he does it. It's magical. <laughs> does he just it's, find like any weakness in your, in your like play patterns and just exploits it? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I can't make a right move for some of these games. Right? <laughs> I, I could have done any of those three options I had. And I still think I would have ended up in the exact same spot. <laughs> Yeah, he just has an option for everything. And so, yeah, he's he is easily, at least for myself, my person to beat. Where, But I, I love sitting down at the office and playing him because uh, we'll get down and we'll finish the game and then it becomes like a conversation for the next hour or so of just like, all right, how do you feel about these things? Like, what do you think about this? Where, and then he just like, he loves chatting about the game, uh, like the things that he loves, obviously, which is this mm-hmm. game. And so it's, it's fun to just hear about like what he thinks of the deck that you built, uh, as well as like his own. That's and, like, awesome. Yeah, this is where things are. Yeah. And I've learned so much. I, how, I feel how like do we get Jeremy to coach us. I <laughs> will start a little like, yeah, coaching session. You can sign up <laughs> whiteboard out at the office. And, uh, are we going to have bounties for like at big events that developers go to like beat Jeremy and win this? Oh, that would, man, be, cool. That would be cool. See, I would love just something like that where we have some some sort of way for the designers to be out there playing. And I know that's something that we've chatted about. Whether there is a prize for it, I have no idea, unfortunately. <laughs> but 
having people from our team at events ready to sit down and play is something that we definitely want to do. And like from my side, it's like a huge, huge passion project of mine is making sure that we have people on site, uh, which we've done for events so far, like Gen Con and Spiel and mm-hmm. PAX Club coming up. It was like we, we are bringing designers to sit down and play and do the fun thing, which is now you guys get to like see what the game can really do, like mm-hmm. the, totally. the people that have been making it the whole time, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I know they're all excited to be playing with decks that are not just the demo decks now. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's like, oh, yeah, like there's so much, yeah, like we said, the personal expression in deck building that I know that they uh, are excited to talk about that in the next couple, the coming months of like what decks they're really passionate about. And I'm super excited to see people play. For sure. So you mentioned playing a lot of the leaders that we've got out so far. And I think we know the answer to this. Which <laughs> one is your favorite one that you like to play? Oh, Grand Admiral Thrawn for sure. A mile, a mile away, right there. He is far and above my favorite. He's just knowing what, like, fifty percent of what your opponent is going to draw that, like, between phases, or maybe what they draw during the turn, so you know, like, hey, it's no longer this surprise for me. Is such a fun way to play. It's just like, okay, I can remember these things, and then also paying one to exhaust something. And you can build your deck in a certain way, or maybe your opponent doesn't. I've had great games where I'm playing somebody who's building real big and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I see it uh eight cost on top of their deck and it's like oh great like <laughs> yeah. drop whatever you want because that thing's not hurting me <laughs> and so it's it's super fun to see stuff like that and I, I i think it's just like it makes you want to play better as you're going along because there's certain decks you obviously can do like ah oh, you do the thing and it, like you activate it and it's done that's the whole mm-hmm. ability thrawn makes you think your entire turn about using him and utilize him in the best way possible it's very thematic um, yeah, very thematic. And it's definitely that tactician feel to it. And I, I talk all the time about cunning being my favorite aspect. And it's just like, it all comes together with Thrawn for me. Nice. That's awesome. What what cards do you think that we've seen so far go super well with Thrawn? Like, what's what's the first three cards in your Thrawn deck? Oh, first three cards that we've revealed, too. Well, what, co- what color base do you use for them? That, yeah. Oh, that's I... That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> my hot take on Thrawn builds... For me personally, I go double cunning. Nice. Yeah. So cunning's uh, got to be the first card in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cunning's <laughs> if, if absolutely that's the first card. Uh, <laughs> people, yeah, underrate playing double, uh, double aspect. Or, mm-hmm. And so I, I played that like with, with do like play tests and stuff. And I'd, I'd play the double aspect or double cunning Thrawn till my heart's content. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, I know that people do like Vigilance, and I think that is fair. It plays really well. But yeah, Cunning is definitely the first one in that deck. Trying to think of who else I would put right in there immediately. I don't think we've seen too many of the ones. Oh, uh, Boba Fett unit, Mm -hmm. always. A classic already. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, No Good to Me Dead. I I run... Oh, yeah. Yeah, also amazing card. Yeah, he's he's super good. So it's literally just Thrawn is sitting there going, okay, you can play whatever you want. You just won't have access to them the entire game. (laughs) Like Keep them on the field. That's not going to do anything to me. It's like, ah, if it's a Sentinel, I might have to do something. But before that point, it's like, all right, well, I guess I won't be playing. So it just becomes a race by myself at that point, which is super fun. That's awesome. So is Thrawn, is Thrawn your favorite Star Wars character as well, or...? Uh, He's up there. I'm definitely an Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, you know, classic. Nice. Who who doesn't love Obi-Wan? He's got a lot going on. Which Very which version story. of Obi-Wan to you? Who 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 is Obi-Wan Kenobi in, in your brain? When when you in, hear the name Obi-Wan Kenobi, do you imagine Alec Guinness or uh Ian McGregor? Ian McGregor, thank you. <laughs> uh I think Ewan McGregor, episode three, like specifically that look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do love him in Attack of the Clones as well, but 
uh yeah episode three that look i'm just like yeah this this is like a jedi master on yeah. top of his game <laughs> you know doing doing his thing out there they're sending him on these big missions mm-hmm. to like stop some of the like the biggest bads in the universe and you're like oh he know like he is the guy he's the guy yeah <laughs> yeah and so obi-wan is is definitely up there and i think but i do love obi-wan in this first set uh it, it feels good that it's like the Alleginus uh mm-hmm. version of him absolutely uh, and so it, it's very fun to see him enter play as well so yeah obi-wan across the board is my favorite but i do love Thrawn. so hopping away from uh i guess your favorite card your role is community management obviously or engagement and obviously you watch a lot of content revolving around the games that you are going to be engaging with what is your favorite kind of content revolved around star wars unlimited that you like watching the most oh not, not uh, like not personality yeah. not channel like what kind of content do you like seeing is it like spoiler videos is it people just chatting about the game do you like watching people play yeah i i enjoy them all uh Tear yeah I won't, I won't call out any favorites or anything i'm not yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, we, we won't ask you to do and, that for sure yeah, we, uh, we already know the answer but, anyway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i would say some of my favorite content that i've seen I, I personally, I know that this is not everyone's favorite across the board for other games and things is like, I love tier list making nice. is like yeah. a personal favorite of mine. So and I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super fun, especially when people do them like this early in the release, like where we have like just over 50% of the cards, it's fun seeing like people's reactions. Okay. This is busted or this is like a tier. And it's like all of a sudden something else comes out and that thing that you put down <laughs> in, in F is like, oh wow, this combo is perfect. Great. Mm-hmm. It's a tier yeah. now. I, I love reading or watching any videos that talk about that is super fun. But I would say just general discussions I really enjoy because I think the spoiler videos are great. I, I think they, especially for like bringing in new players, helping them understand what the cards look like. But as like from my side personally, I've seen all the cards that I've seen like everybody talking <laughs> yeah. about. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, uh, I know what the card can do. So seeing people discuss more deeply like deck lists they're building or just like conversations about how the game functions like mm-hmm. theoretically and the decisions that you make during a game i think are super fun so like especially if you play a game and then you sit down afterwards and you're like let's talk about it mm-hmm. i think that's really just such good like good fun to listen to because you can you can especially in this game like point out immediately like ah this is where it went wrong for There's me so this is where it could have gone right yeah yeah it's it's so fun to be able to go back and like discuss those afterwards so anyone where it's just people chatting i think it's super fun to hear like how you interact with the game personally is is what I enjoy the most. That's awesome. Have have you ever have you ever made content for for a game? I'm just curious if I have not. I I have not really done any content creation myself. Unfortunately, uh, I would love to at some point do stuff like that, and that's why I love coming on and joining people like yourselves. And uh, so you, uh, you sort of have just right as, now as, you know, representing <laughs> fantasy flight games, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're a host now. You're literally oh, yeah. a host. Yeah, we, we should talk about that. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, I would say that that is the closest that I've come to content creation. That's, that's pretty damn close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's not me setting up everything, but uh, I know that me and my, my boss, Casey, who's the marketing manager, she and I and Josh before, now that he's no longer host, less him, uh, help set up like the cadence of what our live streams are going to be and things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fun things that we can do with that, where some of it's like, oh, we obviously have to do this because this game's coming out. We have to sure. set up mm-hmm. in a specific way. But then we've also had a lot of fun getting to explore basically like what we can do in that downtime between weeks of like, hey, we don't have a big announcement, but what is something that we can engage the community with mm-hmm. in a different way, which is super fun. And so I think 
we have a little bit of that this month, but I think December, we're going to have some fun things that we haven't announced yet that I nice. can look forward to where it's, it's maybe not like, ah, it's, it's the craziest information you've ever heard. And it's, it's groundbreaking, but I think it's going to help people engage with the game in a different way, learn more about our team and just have a lot of fun with it. We, we love a tease. So that, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll leave it there then. <laughs> That's awesome. So what would you, what would you, uh, I guess this might be a weird question, but what kind of advice would you give to aspiring content creators for Star Wars Unlimited? For Star Wars Unlimited specifically, I would yeah. say to definitely think about where you fit into the community as a whole. I think people can get geared up to this idea of like, oh, I just need to create any sort of content and be done with it, which is good. I mean, like if you're creating content and you're having fun and you're enjoying yourself, great. Uh, but I think the biggest advice that I've heard other people give to, uh, to creators themselves, and I've heard this at like TwitchCon in different places, it's been really interesting to hear is like, think about where you fit and what is the unique about you that people should be listening to you about this, uh, mm -hmm. whether that's experience or the way that you build your content or how you, how you present yourself. I think... Just knowing like, hey, this is what I want to do. And then, you know, being being the best you can be at that specific thing is great. Even if that thing is all around content, I'm going to do a little bit of everything. Just being the best at doing all that all around content is important to like know what you're doing on that side of things. And changing is always great too. So you don't don't feel stuck by any means is what I'd yeah. say. But yeah, like, for sure. Uh, definitely like just, just feel it out. And uh, I, I think being your authentic self is important. Obviously, it's like as a content creator, don't get up there and just put on a smile and be like, and this is the new card and this yeah. is it. And that's the whole thing. It's like, we want some people want personality when they're like watching and engaging with you. And so like, be yourself, have, have a lot of fun with it. And I mean, just excitement for the game as a content creator, it just goes a long way with people that are watching too. I know like we have a lot of people at our office that watch you all and uh, creators as, as a whole. We like, it's just, is super fun when people are excited about something. Absolutely. Excited too. That's awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned TwitchCon. Real yeah, quick. I wanted to get You mentioned too. listening to or hearing things at TwitchCon. Who made the decision and what kind of went into the decision of going to TwitchCon, which is generally a video game based dominated space? And what were your goals when going there for Star Wars Unlimited in the platform? Yeah, I, I can start definitely with goals of. Uh, we wanted to reach a, an audience that we don't usually reach, for sure. We obviously want this game to be as successful as possible. And so we don't want to just get stuck into the space of, well, this is what we've done before for games, mm -hmm. or this is what we like, this is what has worked. Uh, right. We don't want to just get stuck doing those same things over and over, because that's not how you build a new audience and bring people into your game. So I think that's part of it. We also know that Twitch is a big thing, and it's here to stay, obviously. And streaming is a huge part of games. It, allows you to like engage with the game when you yourself cannot play. And so it's, it, it seemed like an obvious fit in my opinion of, oh, we should, we should try to engage with this audience that is like obviously dedicated to that platform and doing their thing. And so try to get, make them aware of the game, let them know, Hey, we want to support you all doing these things. Uh, we want just as much as we support people that do articles or YouTube videos. We want to make sure that streaming is not something that we just leave and like, okay, it's, it's a, it's a thing. Great. Glad you're having fun it's a part of this community as a whole too. So we want to make sure that we were being, uh, being very direct with that community that we maybe haven't interacted with nearly as much as others. So we on our channel have talked a lot about the relationship between content creators and a publisher. And we've talked about what that relationship either should be or is, or whether, whether it matters if, if content creators, you know, get, get spoilers or whatever from publishers and all, all this other stuff. What, what do you see that relationship? 
as now and what what do you hope that that relationship i guess is with the content creators that that you guys work with i uh like how i view content creators in our community is i think you are ambassadors as a whole for like this group of people that are coming together to play this game you're when people first sit down and hear about a game the first thing they do is read our website probably is like what what is this game what's going on here and then they're like cool interesting i see what's going on but what's it actually going on and they yeah. can turn to content creators in the community that are like, hey, this is what cards are coming out. This is what content looks like. This is what a game is. This is like, it, this is us telling you how a game might be played. Uh, and I think the content creators, I view you as uh, view you all as yeah partners in this idea of like we we are making this game and we can you know talk to everyone about why we love it and everything like that. But it's also important to have you all as leaders in the community you know, helping us like understand what the community is feeling as well as, you know, letting the community understand what maybe we're feeling as well. Cause I think all of the content creators around the community so far have been really wonderful about just like being open and honest about how they're feeling about things. And that's, it, it helps us gauge things like that. Uh, as well as we want to make sure that you all are feel like you have a stake in this game that's coming out. And so providing preview cards and things like that is, is an obvious choice for us to let sure, you yeah. all get the community excited as well as like create content around some new things that are coming out uh, rather than us just saying, here's 10 cards a week, here's 10 cards a week, here's 10 cards a week and just yeah. dropping them on your doorstep. That's not nearly as fun. There's, that's, that's not exciting. It doesn't build any rapport between us, you all and the community as a whole. And so any way we can support you all, I, I really is, is part of my job, obviously. And part of my passion is making sure that you all feel like we, we see you, hear you, and we like understand the effort that you're putting into supporting this game and the community as a whole. And we want to do what we can to help you with that. Yeah, that's that. That's a good answer. I at, at the very beginning, when you guys were handing out spoilers to content creators so early, I sort of felt like it was, uh, I, I, I don't know if not worth it is is the correct answer. But I was, I wasn't sure about what the strategy was behind doing that, like, uh, almost a year before the game came out. And then I don't know, as I've sort of been thinking about it and processing sort of how how things have transpired since the game was announced it sort of makes a little bit more sense to me just as a method of creating that relationship between you and like those other content creators so it's not just you know give a content creator a spoiler they post uh, some content about it and maybe they get a couple more eyeballs on their content it's it's a I've, I've learned and, and sort of discovered that it's a really good way for you guys to to establish that relationship and keep that it's almost like a conversation, right? It's like keep that conversation going between FFG and, you know, the content creators that are making content for their game. So yeah, I, I don't know if there's any point to that, but I, I, I thought <laughs> it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was definitely wrong. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I can always admit when I'm wrong too. So I, I appreciate it, but no, I, I definitely think it was, it was a very uh, a pointed thing that we wanted to make sure that the community felt that there's buying. Cause I know that's something that, People might not have felt before with other games that we we cared about those creators in the community that are doing all this work and again being ambassadors for us in, in their own way and helping connect new players to different resources and things like that and i think it's just an easy way for us easy in the fact that like it is something it, it's obvious we're going to be doing this thing either way and why not partner with you all mm -hmm. to do something that's way more unique and fun and you put your own little fun spins on it and we like we create a more a feeling of togetherness, like we're all working towards the same thing, which is the launch of this game or the launch of each release. 
things like that. It's like, we're all working towards this thing and we want to talk about it. So why not work together on all of it, which is, yeah, that's super uh, smart. Not, not the way that it has always worked for sure, but I'm, I'm glad that that is the way that it now works. (laughs) (laughs) So for those content creators that haven't before, what should they do in order to kind of establish and reach out to you or FFG about, I know you guys announced the content creator uh, list at TwitchCon and all that kind of stuff. So what do they need to do to try and get in on that? Yeah, we'll be putting out more information in the new year about some of the like different pieces of it and what uh, people can expect. It, it, again, it was, TwitchCon is very preliminary of like, hey, we just mm-hmm. want to get feedback. We want to know what you all think, what what we can do basically for you. And so that was, uh, it was a lot of facts finding of like, okay, this is what people actually want. Maybe this is maybe not exactly what we can deliver, but what can we do that is similar to what they, uh, what you want. So I think waiting for that, but like, obviously in the meantime, uh, before we have any like official way for you to sign up and do things like that is definitely like keep creating the content you're creating. We're always watching and listening and hearing what the community has to say. So the more we like hear and see things that you're putting out and seeing that you're like creating family friendly content that is like good for this wide audience that we want this game to be. I think it just makes sense for us to like then reach out to you all, obviously, uh, as, as it happens. But I would say, yeah, until we have those formal, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pathways for signups and things like that, definitely uh, just keep, keep on keeping on. And then like, okay. and the nice way of like, you may not have gotten preview cards yet, it, it, but it's it's not it's never out of the question on things like that where it, it pops up here and there, openings come up, different things happen, and so yeah, just don't don't feel down on yourself. It's it's not always like that. Sometimes it's just timing and how we think cards should be spoiled. So it's not it's nothing personal. <laughs> For sure, there, there's yeah. only only so much content to to hand out. So yeah, it's tough tough to to get to everybody who, who might be interested in something like that. For sure. Yeah. Making sure that it gets out there and uh, it gets to the right audience where we think people are going to see it and like connect with it is important. And if there's other ways for us to support you all that are, have not gotten preview cards and things like that, uh, but there's other ways we can do it. I am always open and all ears. And I, again, listen to everyone's content as much as I can across the board. So if, if you are talking about it or saying anything about it, I, I've probably like gotten messages about it. But like, Hey, maybe we do th- something like this. So it's, it's definitely not something where it's falling on deaf ears by any means. So just know that that is where we're at of like, it's not a, uh, well, FFG hasn't picked me yet. And so I guess I, I'm nothing. It's like, no, it's just timing wise, how things have shaped up at this point. Nice. That's good to hear. So when it comes to the Star Wars Unlimited community, what do you hope the culture of the community is like? How do you think content creators and or FFG yourselves can create that basically and make sure that the community is the way that you envision it. And yeah, I, I guess for, first question is just what, what, what do you want that to look like? Cause I think it's different for every game. Absolutely. And, uh, I, we definitely have, uh, <laughs> lots of ideas about how we want it to be functioning, but I would say if, if I'm going to condense it down to do, you know, a quick answer where I'm not, you know, monologuing or anything, uh, <laughs> I, I would say we really want this, like I said, to be open to a wide variety of players we want this to be welcoming to those who have played in world championships for tcgs all the way down to people who are like 11 years old picking cards for the card game for the very first time like we want people to come into this game and feel like there's a space for them uh and i think as a community side the content creators have done and community members as a whole maybe you don't create content but we see you in uh discords and facebook groups and different things like that being a resource for people, answering questions, making sure that people know where things are and what things are coming up and what they can expect, 
uh, out of things, how, how rules work, different things like that. I think ha- keep uh, creating that community that is always like there to lend the help, helping hand if you're willing to ask is really mm-hmm. where I want the community to be is I, I know that there's been games where I played in the past where it's not like that, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, why would you ask that question? That doesn't, yeah. it was answered 10 minutes ago. And it's like, all right, well, you're, you're right. Yes, maybe I should have looked it up. But also being like, hey, here's, here's this resource. Here's yeah. something that might help you. And I think everyone's done such an amazing job so far. I really cannot, you know, applaud the community enough so far. Uh, and we're still, what, four months from release or so? <laughs> like, yeah. 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 it's absurd so thank you everybody who's watching like if you're a member of the community already and super i'm super excited to be sharing this all with you and you're all like really rock stars on making sure everyone feels welcome and content creators as well i think you've all done a great job of like helping people break into this game and understand things and understand what to expect i think it's i think that's been a huge part of it so it sounds, it sounds like n- number one quality is like welcoming are there are there other qualities that that you, yeah. you haven't mentioned yet yeah i would say welcoming i i think i would say having that like variety to it i know we talk a lot live streams yes it's a diverse group of players Mm -hmm. uh we wanted to have like the game was built from the ground up with like the you know the c3op design Mm -hmm. like collect connect collect compete we want all three of those players to be there so we want that to be a space that like hey you are you are doing your thing and you are able to do that in this game Uh, and there's a community built around connecting or collecting or competing and so i think yeah like welcoming and then also like i want the community to feel that they're not just like welcome, but they have that space specifically to do the things that they want to do. That's, it's not just that's like, cool. okay, cool. Yeah. I, I think, uh, again, the game itself is designed to go like that too. I mean, the booster pack breakdown we've talked about too is like, it, it, we're so excited it, about that. <laughs> yeah. It's really fun. And so, yeah, there's like, we're, we have designed everything intentionally from our side to support a wide play group. And so if the community keeps doing that, I think we'd be great. And I think the final thing I'd say for the community is like being well-informed I've really enjoyed seeing everyone's willing to ask questions and say, oh, or just be like, I don't know this answer, like in group chats or like in our comments. And they're like, I don't know the answer. This might be close, but also like everyone seems willing to ask us like, hey, can you tell us this thing? I know we've, I had a question today where somebody was like, hey, when can we expect multiplayer rules? And it's like, great question. That's like, we, I, I'm happy to have you ask that and I yeah. can answer You'll see that in the new year, things like that. Uh, <laughs> nice. And so I think making sure, yeah, everybody's like willing to ask questions as well as like take that information and being well-informed as a group. I think not just speculating all the time on things is what I'd say is like taking what you know and, you know, you can extrapolate, but not going to the point of just be like, I'm going to take a wild guess and tell you that's fact. speculation. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that's, that can be damaging for communities. So I, I really mm-hmm. hope that everybody keeps this same like attitude of like, we'll know when we know the best we can do is ask. And if we can't get an answer yet, we'll know that at least it's coming. Do you do you have any thoughts on how you maintain that as the community grows? So I, I I feel like it's I mean it's much easier to manage a small community than a large community. Like once it reaches a certain critical mass, it's almost almost feels like it's out of your hands. So mm-hmm. do you have any thoughts on that? On what 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 you do there? Yeah, I think we have to uh, on our side. It's going to be a lot of formalizing systems of like how we take in questions, how we go about, you know, working with specific creators or specific members of the community to do things. It's going to be a lot of like building an infrastructure around supporting the things that we're doing already, but Mm -hmm. allowing that to grow. And it's not just like two or three people's jobs to do these things. It it is a community-wide effort to work on these things that everybody has that buy-in. I think it's the biggest, biggest way for us to keep it going as, as the game keeps growing and we keep getting more and more people, you know, following, joining groups, just talking about the game, I think it's it's formalizing some of those things that maybe in the past have only been like, 
well, we'll do it like with these two people and we'll call that good and things like that. And it's not, not to say that like that doesn't work for some people. That's just not the direction we want to go in. We want to make sure that we are keeping the same level of interaction with the community as well as interaction between members of the community themselves. Cool. What about hype? So I feel like hype is like really high for the game right now, especially with a lot of the like couple last couple months of like announcements. That's been kind of like a lot of questions people have had, but we still have four months. Do you have a plan in place to try and keep hype up instead of having it dip a little bit, you know, during the holidays and then spike back up? Or is it kind of trying to just maintain it until release? What's the goals there? Yeah, that's a great question. That's something we actually, months and months and months ago, uh, sat down with members of the strategy team and the marketing team. Like we sat down and we're like, okay, how do we make this this little like hype train just keep rising as it goes? Like obviously it's fine if it bounces a little bit week to week or even like every couple of weeks it moves around a little bit. You can't you can't expect to keep always being positive trending on it. Mm-hmm. Like, But as long as the general trend is we're going up to there, and that's release and gosh darn it, we're going to get there. And we're gonna get that part. Uh, I think that is where we've been working towards. And so we have some really fun things that we want to do. Obviously, some of that starts coming closer to launch where we like start doing bigger and better things as we go. But I think right now, up to this point of where we're talking about, you know, la- this last week cunning uh, as an aspect, and then we're going to be doing some constructed talk uh, at the end of the month. I think this has been like setting that groundwork for people that are new to TCGs, but specifically new to this one. What makes this one unique? All those different things is, all right, here's, here is what you need to know before we take this next step of amping things up with new types of play, like draft, seal, multiplayer, different things like that, as well as going into like what organized play looks like even more, different things like that, that we can really jump into mm-hmm. once people have that knowledge to start so that's why we did all the articles and things the way we did is to get you get your feet under you get your feet wet and then you're like all right now i'm ready to take on what a tcg looks like Mm -hmm. and then jump into it which is cool nice how fun has it been for you to listen to content about people talking about the organized play announcements oh man it's (laughs) been competitive one (laughs) it's been awesome i will say it, it the reception that we got for organized play i'm sure josh is fine with me saying this hopefully uh uh, but he, like, I know just how excited he was because he's poured his heart and soul into this over the last years, what, three years for him working on this. And to see everybody, like, just as excited as he's been has just been, like, it, like I don't think I stopped, see, see, I don't think I saw him stop smiling, like, for, like, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, that's great. Stuff. It, was, <laughs> it was really cool. And so I think the reception that we've gotten to a lot of our big announcements has been exactly what we wanted of just, like, cool, we, we, we've, this is not hastily thrown together. Like there mm-hmm. are plans for announcements. And then what we are announcing has all been planned out for years of like, this is how this should work. And so seeing that come to fruition and everyone be like, yeah, that makes sense. It, like it, we, we talk about it in person, like do things like that. And people can get on board with it. And I think it's just been so fun seeing people's reactions to it. I mean, like, I, I'm trying to think of some of the ones I, we know we saw your guys' uh, competitive <laughs> one. Uh, you, you all seem pretty excited about Very it. And so excited, it's just been yeah. fun. <laughs> Yeah, it's been fun seeing people be like, yeah, this makes sense for a TCG. It, like, it, mm. and if this is what you'd want to see. Uh, and we're like, yes, exactly. That's how the game was designed. That's how <laughs> the support for the game is designed. It is exactly what you'd want to see as you do the things. Uh, and I think that's like a big where we work from of like, okay, this is what the community is going to want. And this is what we can do. How do we make those things meet? And what can we do like to go above expectations if possible? So it's never a thing where we're like, let's subvert expectations in a, in a way that's just going to be surprising. It's never, it's never surprising yeah. just for the sake of that. Yeah, 
I, I was going to say, it seems like you guys have been doing a really good job of that with Star Wars Unlimited specifically in, you know, understanding the expectation of a draft format and organized play, requ- you know, not requirements, but what, what people want to see from organized play and actually like being able to realize that. Do you think that that is because the game spent so much time in development? It, has it spent more time in development than, uh, you know, other games at the studio like what, what, what do you think actually contributes to that because i think that's something that we see in star wars unlimited that we haven't really seen from another fantasy flight game game i guess yeah from i think from all sides it comes from a lot of experience i think we have like members of the team the design team the op team art graphic design leadership everybody has just this fountain of knowledge that they're working from about what will make this successful and what they want to see and what people will want to see from it. Cause we've heard, I mean, we've had many, many games uh, that we've mm-hmm. worked on as, as a studio, like years and years of experience. And so it's like, okay, how can we put all this great knowledge to use in a game and not just be like, okay, let's, let's just put out a game. That's, that's, that's it. And then we'll support it the way we support it. And we'll be done with it. Everyone is thinking about new and innovative ways to take all that stuff that we've learned for every game into design, into graphic design, into art, into marketing, into organized play. Everything is like, okay, how can we do this to the best of our abilities based on all these things that we've learned? And I think that's really where like everything starts to shine is because of just the amount of knowledge and, and the amount of love and care everybody's putting into the game, which I know is true of all of our games as well as like, we, we are very passionate people about this. And it's not just a group of people that came together to make something because they could. It's a yeah. group of people that are putting something together because they they really are passionate about it that's awesome yeah the I'm, I'm just imagining the the leadership of your company must be pretty supportive to be able to pull off all the different things that you're pulling off so that's it's definitely awesome to see yeah it's it's really i i it's hard to not be excited around the office when you're talking about a lot of these games is just like everyone is so passionate about bringing these things to life and doing these really cool things and showing how much how passionate we are about it and it's not just like okay we're a blank face and we're yeah, just that definitely comes through for sure like we every like, time yeah, somebody but... from the team talks about the game we can tell that they're like legit excited about talking about the game and about the game existing i'm glad yeah because uh it, it's definitely definitely thing and it's it's one of those things where it's my job to make sure people don't get too excited and say things they're not supposed to on camera <laughs> uh, and so and here's where you say uh, something about say... that you're not supposed to on camera because you're so excited yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, well, this thing's happening. Oh, and that's really cool because it does this or how how this affects it. And like, just wait about set two. And you're like, stop, don't say that. Don't, uh, which is super fun. I'm glad that it's it's one of those things where our job is hard because we're stopping people from going. From being too excited versus yeah, not yeah, being other excited than like, enough. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's like you mentioned earlier with content creators and like their content being excited gets the viewers excited for us it's the same way seeing you guys so excited about yeah. it definitely builds hype with the, the game people playing the game and watching about the game and all that kind of stuff so it's the same thing all right this next question is probably the one that i'm the most interested about <laughs> you guys did mention i think it was the last maybe two streams ago that you guys it was two streams ago with the op event structure that you guys would be doing coverage and broadcasting official events do you plan to have a static team involved with this uh broadcasting and hosting these things like front people or spokespersons 
or is this going to be like a volunteer basis? What's, what's that looking like? That's a great question that I would also love to know the answer to. Because uh, I, I, I'm not part of uh, that side of things as much. I, I will be brought in when it's appropriate for me to be brought in, obviously. But I don't know. I wish I, wish I could say more about what that's going to look like. Because I also am like, how do I, you know, get to be one of these, you know, commentators that like talk over some of this gameplay? Because I was like, that that'd be cool for me. I would love to do that. I, so, I feel like it, it would fit for you since you're hosting the live streams. Anyway. You're already a host, yeah. yeah. That'll be my stipulation uh, when we're you know looking for people to do it. I'll be like, hey, Xander's going to join you yeah. for like X number of hours a day. He wants to. That's what I'll I'll, uh, I'll write that. Yeah, in yeah, let's write that in. <laughs> Yeah, typed up uh, contract and it'll be my like hit, chicken scratch handwriting under it. Like, and Xander will be there. But yeah, I don't know. I wish I could say more about what commentating will look like or, you know, live streaming as a whole and things like that. Because I know everyone's super excited to hear more about it. And so that is something that, you know, now that I know how excited everyone is about it, it's something that I'm going to be very excited for us to, you know, plan out how we rolled that out. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I know. I mean, tons of people love watching that kind of content when they can't attend those events. So having having some community representation among those uh, casters or whatever would, would definitely be cool. For sure. For sure. All right. Did you have anything else, Mike? I don't know. Z Xander, do you have any questions for us? Do it, oh, like, yeah, that's right. Yes. So, I mean, you obviously, we talked about my favorite leaders and stuff and cards and things like that. So who who are you all looking forward to building first? Like March 8th rolls around, you pop your packs. Who are you putting together day one? <laughs> Mike, you go first. <laughs> of the stuff that has been released so far, I, I think Han is, is the one that I'm most excited about, actually. I, it's the character that, or the leader that I've played the most as of now. And it's the one that I enjoy playing the most. And I think it fits my play style the best. It's just like very tempo-y, very uh, immediate, <laughs> immediate gratification. Doesn't matter what happens later in the game. As long as I play <laughs> my seven cost Mace Windu on turn four. I'm happy. <laughs> so I, I would, yeah, I think I'd go with Han. Also, I, similar to you, I think Cunning is, is my favorite color. Of, of the cards that we've seen so far, it's shaping up to be the one that resonates with me the most. Followed closely by Red and Blue, and then Command, like, all the way down at the bottom for me. But, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> what about you, Jay? Uh, this is tough. I definitely like playing Han because I get to play Mace Windu on turn, like, four or five. But the value of Grand Moff Tarkin is just calling me. Like, I just yeah. love throwing those XP tokens down and getting mm -hmm. immediate value off of them. So uh, maybe Tarkin or Sabine. I mean, I'm a face hunter. I always <laughs> have been a face hunter in Hearthstone. So it's like Sabine is just that to the nth degree. So I, it, it'll be Sabine or Tarkin. Nice. Nice. Those are good ones. That's like a Tarkin trooper deck, that's that's some good stuff there. I uh, yeah. really enjoy that. Like, <laughs> super fun. I've, I've, those those I've, are all good ones. I've said on the on the show before that I want to get to the point where I can have Tarkin as my leader and literally every single other card in the deck some kind of stormtrooper. So once we can yes. make that happen, I'll play that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've just I've always loved like the aesthetic design of stormtroopers. Just like their helmets and the black and the white and everything like that. I have a bunch of like stormtrooper stuff around my office. It's just super fun. So mm -hmm. if I can make that happen, I'll be happy. Oh yeah. That's, that's the dream, isn't it? Just a stormtrooper. <laughs> it's, it's, always... it's so close already too. There's already a bunch <laughs> of, of options, but yeah. 
Oh my gosh, yeah, there are. That's super. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's yeah. just Tarkin and fifty stormtroopers. That, that that's that's the whole deck. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, they had to be individually different. Right? Yeah. Oh, like, that would be that would be even better. Yeah, some kind of singleton deck where every card is a different stormtrooper. Yeah, we're gonna make just that happen. one Vader. <laughs> we're gonna make just that one happen. Vader. That Tarkin is like, like commanding. Yep. <laughs> you can do it where it, like even the art for your events have to have stormtroopers. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. I like that. Like, I like that. Yep. Just super thematic. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on top of like the rest of the stuff we talked about, I also wanted to ask is like going back to, you know, FFG back to the office here. I'm already in mine. But when I go back to the office, what what from the community, what messages would you want me to, you know, pass along to everyone who maybe isn't watching, but maybe is uh, from our team that I could like let everybody know what what you all are thinking. Not to put you as like the spokespeople for the whole community, but you can (laughs) speak. No, no, no. We certainly are not. I'm sure most of the community agrees that we're trash but uh (laughs) i think i don't know you you guys are doing an amazing job i think when we first heard that this game existed we didn't think that this would be the the way that things would go i I, i'm sure you've you've heard that a lot as well i don't think that's a surprise to anybody who's listening or to anybody at ffg but i think that everything that we've seen you guys do has been exceeding our expectations and we're just excited to see that continue and you know hopefully that that continues through the least the release of the game and beyond and yeah i mean i'm more excited about this game than i ever have been and i was always going to play any star wars card game that ever existed (laughs) so the fact that i get to be this excited and know that i'm going to be playing a, a ton of this game makes me makes me pumped what about you jay what do you what do you think well you took the easy answer but uh (laughs) (laughs) uh i'll give the trash answer can i have a mace windu leader please (laughs) that's i'll I'll write it down right now we'll we'll ship one out to you someday when it when it happens we'll package it up just dropping the we'll have to Jay spoil that card if it ever exists in the future (laughs) oh god i'll keep that you know back here i'll uh there's, there's been a couple people that have been like, if this ever exists, yeah, this yeah is what I'm, I'm sure. I'm like, yes. <laughs> we, we, we all have our favorite characters like that, right? So that's what's so great about it being Star Wars, right? Is like you're like you are looking forward to those specific characters and what they can do because they're going to do something that's very similar, like Thrawn today. He feels like Thrawn, so yeah. you want to see your yep. favorite character show up and do their thing in this way for sure. Yeah, Jay, Jay's going to play. Bad. Jay's going to play every yeah. Mace Windu that exists. I'll ever. play every Ventress that exists. David will play every uh, Jar Jar that exists. <laughs> every every uh, uh, who's who's the the singer in the in Java's band? Uh, uh, Max every Rebo. Max Rebo Rebo card <laughs> oh, that exists. Oh yeah, I love yeah. Max Rebo. His, uh, David's favorite character in Star Wars is Max Rebo. Really? So, yeah. I think I talked about him at TwitchCon. I was like, he's he's who I'm looking forward to personally is Max Rebo. And he's the game. I asked Tyler, how soon can we get Max Rebo in here? <laughs> What's the name of the band in in uh, the cantina? Do you uh, remember? Uh, Fig- Figure and Dan and the Modal Nodes. <laughs> yeah, Modal Nodes. Yes, great we band get name. A whole, great band name. Yeah, uh, we, we got each of them. <laughs> Gosh, that is so good. Yeah, the whole yeah, just band tribal. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anything else, Mike? No, anything else, Andrew? No, I think I'm great. Awesome. Thank you both for having me. And it was super fun to go and get to chat with you all. And looking forward to, you know, setting you up with the, the more interesting parts of our staff, you know, the designers, <laughs> the OP team. You can talk to them No, later, we love but... talking to you. We love talking to you. Thank you so much for <laughs> yeah. coming on and chatting with us. I think our audience will really enjoy listening to what you had to say about the game. So, yeah, really appreciate it. Looking forward to coming back next time. Awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody, and watching. We'll catch you next time. Bye.